Welcome into by order of the Peaky Blinders. Josh, Daniel, as always, with you. And Josh, it, it feels like every time there's a, a like a one or two week lull in the last two months, something's popped up, and it just goes to show that these 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 heads, the the Burn and, and Knight brothers, are uh, they're super hyper aware. I would say of like the fan engagement. Like, what, what would you what would you think about that in terms of that comment? I would say they probably are because they know that people want content. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say they're listening to our podcast. No, I mean, I'm just saying uh, in terms of the buzz around they get the show. It. They get it. They're generating that buzz. They're putting out, you know, they have, they, they hire people that are professionals at this to do this for them. Content creators, you know, pe- like people that are in the PR, you know, industry and stuff like that. So they have professionals doing their jobs correctly now that the show is getting closer to rolling out and we have something else to discuss. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, Anthony Byrne, the director of the last two seasons, and this is something very unique. It's not something I've seen in the past. Usually when teaser trailers come out, we talked about the Tommy and Alfie one last episode. When they come out, it's usually from, you know, Succession's Twitter page or Game of Thrones' Instagram, the official account. But instead, it doesn't work like that for Peaky Blinders, which is a bit clunky, where where the first teaser trailer came out on December 1st that Anthony Byrne recorded. He just posted another one on Instagram on December 13th. And this one is titled Ada, 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 the spectacularly talented Sophie Rundle. Can't wait for you all to see more. And more is coming very soon. Before we dive into the little teaser trailer like we did last app, the very soon to me makes me think that we're getting a, tra- a full trailer before New Year's. What do you think? Uh, I would probably say that makes sense. Um, and then it says also that the show is coming early 2022 again. Yeah, so hit, hit us with that early. Who I'm knows what that early with, is? Yeah, I'm going to go with February. That would make February, March. It feels right. It feels right. Now, the, the, the Twitter account of Peaky Blinders got quick to post the Ada teaser earlier, the 14th, so a day after. But when that original one came out on December 1st, let me tell you, it was posted by the, the Peaky Blinders Twitter account later that day. So it's just interesting to kind of see that Anthony Byrne is, is leading the charge and the director is posting the video first and then the uh, the official account follows. But let's go ahead and listen to this for a second before diving into a couple other topics. That's it. And they love the quick little sentences. Take a good look, Tom, because one of us isn't going to be here for long. I don't even know what that can mean. It's a threat that Ada's going to leave, I think, right? I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, no, I think that I think she's talking about the fact that either of them might die. Like that has to do with death that someone's coming after them. I don't think that that has to do with her leaving. I think that means that there's a threat to their lives. And I don't know what that means, but there's like a hit on the Shelby family. We've seen that play though before, you know, it's, I don't think they're going to run that back. But it could be something that's like a more of an existential threat where it's like actually real. It's not some, you know, oh, you know, no one can stop the Shelbys. This is something that actually could stop them. Like, you know, 
not saying it's going to be Adolf Hitler, but like a Hitler-like figure, you know, like, like Oswald Mosley is really going to extreme measures. Like we've seen how crazy he is and he's really taking it to the next step and he's threatening their actually livelihood. And I think that that's what that could possibly mean. It's exciting. It's, it's something where like, yes, I, I, I think you're probably right, but part of me feels like, you know, with, with, with however they have Polly leave and then Michael goes to America who else does Tommy really have left besides Ada? You know, Ada and him had shared so many of those emotional scenes talking about her, her dad or his dad and the parents and the boat scene and all of that. The January was the name of the boat. It, it also feels like maybe it's a threat to him that everyone else is gone. Like you've got to do something to maybe get this family back together or else one of us isn't going to be here. Right. Something like that. That's, it's the other that's the other interpretation maybe to it but i i think you're, you're probably right where it's yeah know. i just don't think that they would put out a trailer like that that would mean something well, yeah. was anything other other that than death a little red herring you know no for sure for sure it definitely could be but uh i think that i mean with the show closing out it it, it means a threat to someone's life and that could once again that could that could also be a snippet of the show being in the last episode Right. You know, remember how we were discussing in the last episode that we recorded that the that the teaser between Tommy and Alfie could have been something at the way end of the show. This seems like it could also be something that it's kind of at the way end of the show, you know, nearing the right. kind of pinnacle of what happens towards the end with what we've been kind of waiting forever to see what happens with Tommy. So I really don't know. I As I said, I really think that Tommy Shelby actually might die. And I think that this is kind of hinting towards my theory that that actually might be something that comes true. That would be crazy. And, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit in, in a minute about, you know, the other show where, where there's impending and, you know, in, in dooming death on the horizon because Succession just wrapped up, which is exciting. And, and, you know, we wanted to kind of talk about our favorite show in the meantime, while, while we're still kind of breaking things down. There was an announcement in another one, one other related Peaky announcement that they announced that Christopher Nolan is back in 2023. So we just did Tenant, but that one didn't have Killian Murphy. Killian's back in the Christopher Nolan rotation, and this is exciting. It's Love a that. movie called Oppenheimer. Obviously, the famous Oppenheimer. It's the life. It's based on the life of theoretical physicist and the father of the atom bomb. So I, I think it works pretty well that Killian, and I'm looking at a photo here. I can, I can post a photo as well on our Facebook page. Listen to the cast for this movie. We got Killian, Rami Malek, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh, Matt Damon, Emily Blunt. That's, oh, it's going to be so That's good. Sick. That's sick. It's going to be so freaking good. Killian is like obviously epic, but everyone else on there is just so epic. Well, it's, it's the first time, and people will probably argue with me about it. You know, Dunkirk, I wouldn't say that Killian Murphy had a leading role in Dunkirk because nobody yeah, and, had yeah no one nobody said, had a leading role no one really he, said a word but he was like one of the five that had the most screen yeah. time sure yeah. but I'm looking at pictures of Robert Oppenheimer this is Killian's he's leading he is Robert Oppenheimer that's uh, huge for him it's like it's, a huge role for him that's probably I mean that's no doubt his biggest role ever this, even including Peaky by far I, this propels Killian Murphy and I think this is I, I'm, I'm gonna make a, a bold statement but I think we could definitely approach this in another time maybe over on our patreon at patreon.com slash by order of peaky where we're we're churning out bonus apps for for our diehards but 
this would propel Killian Murphy into A-list status, in my opinion. Yeah, Some I might mean, say he's already there. I don't know if he's an A-list actor right now. Uh, we're so biased because no, we love, we love him. And PT we're biased, and but I'm PT. saying he's not. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's probably an A-list actor. I think really? he's a little, I think he's very, very picky with his, with his selections of what he wants to be in. I mean, he's I not like, a, he's not a Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay, fine. Well, I'm going to say right here, here, even two in this actors. list, even, right, B-list. Even in this list right, of the actors right. in this movie, he's like the fourth most or fifth. Like Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Emily Blunt, Rami Malek, A-list actors, all of them. Florence Pugh, yeah. after the Black Widow movie, A-list actress. Killian Murphy is probably the least of those five or six in terms yeah. of notoriety. And this would, this would no, do it, which is sense. awesome. And it's great for Peaky Blinders. Moving forward, the light absolutely, after. and you know that you know that Peaky Blinders viewership is going to go through the roof after this movie because people love Killian Murphy. Even people who had never heard of Peaky Blinders or never gave it a chance, yep, it's just going to go through the roof, which is great for the show, great for the podcast. You know, we're not trying to hype ourselves up here, but obviously, we do love you. So, no, it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, the life after the death of the Peaky Blinders show will be something to follow because Sopranos. More people have watched the show Sopranos, I think by three times after the show finished and it's, it's life on HBO as opposed to people that watched it weekly. You know, and it's interesting. Now a show like yeah. Game of Thrones, I'm very interested to know what the numbers look like because it didn't age well, right? Like everyone's saying, oh, should I start watching Game of Thrones? Not many people are going to be like, yeah, go watch Game of Thrones right now, right? Without the caveat. They're going to say, yeah. just so you know, yeah, the last season was really bad and the second last season was like okay and it's like you know people are going to say that where like if if night can stick the landing this season the the show could live on for a, you know a whole new re resurged life yeah. in the future especially if anya taylor joy ends up being in, you know turning into you know one of the most prestigious women in hollywood and you see finn cole exploding and joe cole the brother cole you know, doing big things, very exciting to think about. But that, that, that's kind of going to wrap our, our peaky talk for today. If you guys are watching Succession, would, would love to stick with you. If you've finished season three, Josh and I are going to talk with a little bit of spoilers here just because two guys that love the show, it's probably the, the best show on TV right now. And if, if there's a, a community to share it with, we'd love for you to stick with us and let us know if, if you are watching. You know, we have no idea how many people are going to keep listening past this mark, but reach out to us on email, bootpeakyblinders at gmail.com. But Josh, we talked about it, you know, impending and, and death and all of that. And I, I was texting you in between the, the eighth and the ninth episode of whether you thought Kendall died. The way that they started yeah, this episode. Yeah, he didn't, obviously. obviously. Yeah, so yeah, they didn't die. The way that they started <laughs> this episode is just a testament to like, this show only caters to the smartest viewers of all time. Like the whole episode, you probably have to watch it three times to understand everything in this episode. In what way? They start by having Logan reading to Iverson, and you're like, is this a flashback? Where are they? They're playing Monopoly at the place that he just almost drowned in. They never really even say it until they do say it eventually. But there are so many little things here when, when they call Roman's like, oh, where's our uh, Kirk Cobain on... Uh... Something, like something. Kurt Cobain with, with floaties or something. It's like, you know, like overdosing 
overdosing yeah. in the pool, just different things like that. It's just so clever. And then everything in this episode gearing towards him selling the company was, we had to like assume things after thing. And then, you know, it's like, it was just testing, testing the viewers and then eventually feeding them at the end. And it was, I feel well-fed after watching. Yeah, I, I just, so many times it's just like Logan has the upper hand and he ends up screwing them over. And I'm like waiting for the moment for him to be screwed over finally. And like, I get it. I, I don't get to, once again, like, you know me, it's not, we don't get to pick from a menu. Right. I don't get to write from a show. I'm not upset with it, but I'm so annoyed that he ends up winning after all. That like, is there's definitely- There's gotta come to a point where it's like, he doesn't, he doesn't get lucky that something happens his way. Like it's, it's, it's just kind of ridiculous. It's funny. Cause I, I came out of this episode for the first time in three seasons on team Logan in a way where I'm like, he's the only one playing chess. Like how dumb are you? I've like realized how these kids are just not good at this business. Like this, like they, 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 had they don't know really how to stay good quiet in place. Exactly. No, but, but they needed, they the, needed, you know, she blew the they load. They needed Tom on board, though. They needed him on board. I. That's the thing. It's not like it's not like she blew the load. That he was part of the plan, and he decided to go full. You that know, was crazy. Okay, yeah, we talk about that. Was pull, nuts. Pull, pull the rug out from under her, kind of you know, scorched earth on Shiv, which it was kind of the whole season was kind of building up to that, and you can kind of see Tom pulling away from Shiv, you know, little by little. And I didn't even realize that when he was talking to Greg. That, that they were talking happened. about. I was crazy. Was However, crazy. I had a little bit of a spoiler because I watched this last night. I just watched it I today. Saw, so this I, is saw freaking, I saw a freaking meme that says Tom Tom Wamsgam sends his regards. That's like similar uh, to Lannister send their regards. Yeah. And I knew that Tom did something. I didn't know what happened. Right. But I knew that Tom just absolutely did something to, to Shiv. I knew that I, in some way, shape, or form. So I need to ask you this then. Do you think, and listen, Logan is so smart. He's the, I mean, like, listen, it's just one of those things where like, he built this company, these kids have done nothing. So part of me is like, he's not wrong that they kind of need to sow their own oats and gain their own piles. None of them are at all qualified to run the company. However, imagine building your life up for something. And like, that's all, you know, like, for example, like you are are a sports broadcaster, right? Right, but you're a sports broadcaster, right? So you went to school and you trained to be a sports broadcaster and you've built your life up to do just that, right? I'm a lawyer. I went to law school. I, I, you know, I went to school just to be a lawyer. Imagine someone saying, oh, you can no longer be a lawyer because you need to go figure it out on, your, on yourself. You can't be a sports broadcaster. You need to figure it out yourself. You have to start from scratch at such an older age in your life, at such a later stage in your life that you're like, I don't know anything else but this, right? Which people do. Which people right. do. I but don't it's think not easy. I'm not loving that. I'm not loving that because Logan's not telling Roman you can't work for our business anymore. He's telling him, no, we're just gonna sell, and you just you you know you're gonna have to work your way up organically. That's what they'd have to do. None of them have shown any experience that they can be a CEO, CFO, any of these chair yes. positions. However, that's not. So it's, it, just, no, it's just interesting. Now I want to ask you: Do you think? And this has me thinking. I don't know how much of the Tom thing, like, don't you think Logan is smart enough that he knew that the kids could have vetoed the the sale? Or do you think he didn't know that? Like, do you think Tom telling, do you think Tom telling Logan that the kids were gonna veto the sale got Logan to start talking to Caroline? I don't think that's the case. I think that was already in motion of, remember in the very beginning of last, of the eighth episode? 
I Caroline disagree. said she was going to start tinkering with her will. I'm sure I, that was in motion beforehand. I disagree because then what would be the point of the whole Tom bombshell? We're going to find like out it wouldn't, this season. It wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have the same effect. Like the whole point of the Tom thing is to show that Tom is the reason why it got blocked. Right. Or, so, or, why so, the, or why the whole will was changed and the whole divorce agreement was changed. So I'm curious because Logan said at the very end to Roman, even the seat sniffer had a play. That makes me think, do you think he was talking about Tom or do you think he was talking about Caroline's new husband? Because he was calling Caroline's new husband the seat sniffer all, all the last two episodes. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking Caroline's husband came up with this idea so that he can become an MP like Logan, like, like Tommy Shelby is. That's what he wanted last episode. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of different things. The it's, cliffhanger yeah. going to the It's a fun season. show. It's, it's, it's a, really a fun show. show. It had really big Thrones vibes. Huge Thrones vibes. The music. Amazing. Or amazing. The, you know, the silence. You the, know, I think the, the colors, like Shiv's dress in the way it accented Roman's outfit. And I love the fact that we are about to get Alexander Skarsgård added to the bunch and we're not losing Jeremy Strong. Like, all of the speculation was that we were going to lose Jeremy Strong in this season because they just came out with this crazy New Yorker article where the actors that played Logan Roy and Roman um, Roy just talked about how terrible it was to work with Jeremy Strong. They said it was hell on earth. It's like a whole hit piece thing. This is crazy controversy. But I saw it's because he's like so into the role. Yeah, but they said it's miserable. Like yeah, you don't that, say that stuff about someone who you're still going to record another season with. It's, it's, it's a surprising. testament to how good of an actor he is because he's a miserable he's, person. He's Daniel Day-Lewis. Like that's, that's yeah. I mean, that he's, that's, he's that of, for, for yeah. the people that are right now watching TV, I guess the TV's version of it. But it's, it's fascinating. You know, I, I'm happy that we can talk a little bit about this. I'm very curious. And this is, this is where I truly am going to send out these vibes to you guys listening. Let us know if you're still listening. Truly, like we want to know because Peaky Blinders is coming to an end soon. I want to know how many people like watching other prestige TV, like listening to Josh and I talk about other shows. So please comment on Facebook when we post this on facebook.com slash Peaky Podcast or just shoot us an email, B-O-O-T, Blinders at gmail.com. Let us know that you're still listening and whether you'd still want us to talk about other shows like this because it's something that we've thought about. So let us know that. We're going to wrap up this episode with that. Josh, any other any other thoughts or, or keep uh, on rolling? I mean, just an amazing television show, amazing episode, really good season finale, a lot of question marks. I'm hoping that next season that Logan gets screwed. I think they have to. I think they have to get him out of the show. He he can't. He looms too large over the show for it to yeah. progress into like seasons. But the the drop by Skarsgård to say that I want to be CEO is fucking crazy, crazy. Yeah, that was balls. Blown balls. away. That like. Yeah. I had to pause this episode 10 times to just look at my roommate and be like, wow, like, holy cow, this is nuts. Um, but that'll wrap this up. Thanks so much for listening. He's Josh. I'm Daniel. We binge, so you don't have to.